This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome, everybody, to episode 24 of the Animaniacast. Now, Pinky, let us, in the vernacular, take this hog out on the road and see who's boss. And welcome, everybody, once again to the Animaniacast. We are a podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs. Each and every episode we discuss a new episode in the order in which they were released and we discuss all the gags and all the jokes and all the cultural references and who knows what else. Uh, and uh, At the end of it we give every episode a water tower rating. I am Joey and joining me as always is my brother Nathan. Call me Final Destination. That's good. And across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Hello, Kelly. Episode 24 has three different uh, parts to it. Starts off with a very short thing, uh, Yakko's World of Baldness. We have a new Pinky and the Brain cartoon of Opportunity Knox. And then it wraps up with a a different kind of cartoon (laughs) with uh, Wings Take Heart, which is with a moth and a butterfly of some sort. Um I don't know, guys. What do you think about this episode in just a few words? Nathan, what do you think? Pinky and the Brainy. Okay, that's a few words. <laughs> what about you, Kelly? I learned where Fort Knox was in this episode. Oh, there you go. You learned something. and I. It was educational. It was, yes, you learned one thing. <laughs> the learned... most educational episode yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Nathan, I'm curious. Could you tell me when was this cartoon Originally, when was this episode originally released? I'm surprised you don't remember. I forgot. Uh, it was released on Monday, October 18th. That was just a couple days after the Beverly Hills Billies movie was released. The Hills Billies? Hills Billies. Beverly Hill Billy? Uh huh. Yeah, just released that uh, Friday before this. So it's, oh, so we were watching it that weekend, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember seeing Beverly Hill Billies, the movie, in theaters. So yeah, we Nin- saw it opening weekend. Then we uh, so October eighteenth, nineteen ninety three. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, so there we go. Very interesting. Yeah, it's another little fact for you. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. We know for where that. Fort Knox was, and uh, when Beverly Hill Billies was released. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get right into our first. I guess this is kind of a. This was our. This this happened before the credits, yeah. It was a right? cold open, just like uh, a much better version of Newsreel of the Stars. <laughs> That's right. No Newsreel of the Stars this time. This this time instead we have Yakko's World of Baldness, the uh, kind of an infomercial format where Yakko's talking about uh, you know he'll shave your head and paint it a, a various color for just nineteen ninety five, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll buff it. It's we got to see Ralph's natural hair color in this one, which was a, a huge plume of orange hair when they took off his hat. Yeah. Which uh, apparently Ralph likes to shave his head because I've never seen him with hair before. So that was that was a cute little gag. Um, it it, it kind of reminded me, you know, in a lot of reference guides, they talk about, oh, this is a reference to uh, Earl Scheib, which uh, he'll paint any car for thirty nine ninety five, And, of course, that was a previous reference to... Um, in a, oh gosh, hooked on a ceiling, 
where uh, he says, I'll paint any ceiling for thirty nine ninety five. Right. I remember that episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. You remember that. Were you a fan of that episode? <laughs> Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Listeners, if you have not listened to that episode yet, uh, check it out. It's a it's a fun discussion of that one. It's a great episode. Um, this one, however, really reminded me more than any kind of car uh, ad or anything like that. I'm pretty sure it was referring back to, uh, gosh, in the early 90s especially, uh, there was this stuff by Ron Popeil. Ron Popeil made the, uh, the, the Pocket Fisherman. Hmm. <laughs> Remember the Pocket Fisherman? Yeah. He, uh, you know, he they made a little, had, but he... Yeah, they had the pocket... Yeah, it was the, with Ein, cookies for Einstein. Yes, exactly. Uh, but anyway, he may be little, but he eats. That was what he said, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. But actually, uh, but anyway, the I was going to say, I actually saw Ron Popeil one time at Disneyland, actually. It's a weird thing. Anyway, Ron Popeil <laughs> came up with various inventions, and one of those things was... Uh, something you could actually spray on your head if you were bald or balding. And it was basically hairspray paint, and you spray it on your bald spot, and it would make it kind of look like you filled in the gaps in your in your head, mm. sort of. GLH means great-looking hair. Just spray GLH on, and it instantly covers your bald spot, leaving you with great-looking hair. That's incredible. I've been getting harassing for being bald, and I'm only a young man. No more dates without being called old man, but the babes are back. I would definitely, as a matter of fact, I want to order one year's supply of this. And GLH is not just for men. Unbelievable. Wow. I never dreamed that I'd look like this. Do you remember this, Kelly, Nathan? Yeah, I remember the yeah. I'm not just a... Yeah. Uh, uh, the owner. I'm also a member. Oh, of course. Of thing, that's right? that's hair club for men. Okay. And remember, I'm not only the hair club president, but I'm also a client. Come on down to Yakko Warner's World of Baldness. And remember, I'm not only the president of Yakko Warner's World of Baldness. I'm also annoying. So that's, that was a different that's thing. That's different. Yeah, yeah. So there was another thing right there. But uh, yeah, I. I don't know if, if if Kelly, you 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 remember this stuff, right? The the stuff yeah, you spray, I remember the, like the commercials or infomercials. Yeah, for it. I remember there was a Frasier episode where his dad gets it, and <laughs> then he ends up staining a couch or something. It was hilarious. <laughs> we actually bought it for. I think I got. I found a version of it. I think not the actual stuff, but like the cheap generic stuff, like in the <laughs> dollar store for our dad. Mm-hmm. And I bought it for him just to see like, Hey, let's see if this stuff works, dad. And it looked horrible. <laughs> it looked horrible. It's literally like spray painting. It just, it really like you think like, Oh, it can't look that bad. Oh, it does. It looks bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like you just spray painted the back of your head. And even in the commercial, um, uh, even in that commercial, you can see like the head, the back of these people's heads does not look good. It really looks like they're like um, gelled up and gross. So that to me, that that's really what I think this is referencing uh, more than anything is kind of like those baldness commercials, not not necessarily like Earl Scheib, which it's kind of a little bit sure with night. I'll do it for 1995, but more than anything, it's definitely the hair club for men, which is still, I believe, around today doing with like hair plugs and other kind of hair systems mm-hmm. but especially the the hair spray there uh, probably doesn't um isn't the uh 
what do you call it? The demand for stuff like that much anymore because men who are bald now, it's it's so much more um, in fashion. Yeah, I guess it's so much more acceptable nowadays. I remember when my dad was losing his hair, we would tease him about it, and I'd call him Mister Clean and everything like that. <laughs> and nowadays, I mean, guys in their twenties. Uh, shave their head and yeah. it's no big deal. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. Most people just kind of go, oh, I'm balding. Well, I might as well shave my head. And then yeah. that's your new style. We, we can thank Bruce Willis and uh, Britney Spears for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Britney Spears. Glad she's, I'm glad she has a nice wig on now, apparently. Well, she, she shaved her head at one point. I there, exactly. <laughs> I think it grew back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is that segment. Let's go ahead and go on to our first real segment right here, Opportunity Knocks. This is Maurice LaMarche, the voice of the brain, and you are listening to the Animaniacast. Okay, Opportunity Knocks was written by Tom Minton. Directed by Michael Gerard and uh, Kelly. What's uh, what's a basic synopsis of this cartoon? This is a Peaky and the Brain episode, and the Brain has one of his genius ideas to take <laughs> over the world, and he decides to create this um, pollen that if you throw it on people, they'll sneeze incessantly, and he decides to, to take it to Fort Knox. And steal all the gold, and because when you own the world's capital, you own the world. And <laughs> Pinky got confused because he's like, "Isn't the capital in Washington D.C.?" And uh, which actually was pretty intelligent of him to acknowledge. Yes, he's but a genius. <laughs> yes, but Brain pointed out that it's the other capital. Yes. So money. So they um, they. The, the plan is actually going really, really well. They get into Fort Knox, and they're in the room with all the gold. But he didn't quite think it through all the way because gold's heavy and they're two teeny little mice. Yes. <laughs> so they can't lift the gold and have to scrap the plan and and go back to the lab and regroup and decide to take over the world tomorrow night. Yes, with with big jump bumps on their heads and stuff like that. Yeah. That's really cute. <laughs> Fear not, Pinky, for the unwieldy atomic weight of gold will not thwart us tomorrow night. Why? What are we doing tomorrow night, Brain? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Uh, this, I, I thought this was a cute cartoon. Did you guys have this? this yeah, Pinky I, the brain? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed their car trip. It was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, I completely glossed over that. Sorry. But it, it, that was really funny because he's like, I am a nondescript normal uh, driver. Yeah, motorist, or whatever. Yeah, said, I, yeah. And it's Mr. Perkins. Mr. Perkins. <laughs> Mr. Perkins. Oi! Nice threads, brain. But uh, what are the disguise? If we are to succeed in our mission, I must pass for an average nondescript motorist, Pinky. So while we're driving, call me Mr. Perkins. Say no more. Brilliant, brain. Mr. Perkins. Ooh, right, right, love. <laughs> Mr. Perkins. Yes, I, I really like that. And just the, the I, I felt like kind of the tension of just <laughs> knowing how difficult it is to drive and just seeing these guys just trying to drive, like, you know, a car with just like spools of, of string 
and uh, Pinky pressing the pedals and going on cruise control. I really all I liked that whole mm-hmm. thing of you know accidentally turning on the windshield wipers and um, it really had this kind of even though it's very enclosed, like they didn't really have that many that much trouble. Uh, it really had this kind of uh, manic kind of out of control feeling to it because mm-hmm. I could only imagine driving like that. Like oh, you yeah. know, like hey, push the <laughs> that would be too insane for me. Um, and of course, like they were going like a hundred miles over the speed over limit. The speed limit. <laughs> yeah, it's so, amazing that they got they they got to Fort Knox at all. I, it really is, uh, and the, and that the police officer just let them go after. I love those kinds of lines. That it's kind of another running gag that happens in Pinky and the Brain, where uh, you know, okay, I'm actually a lab mouse, and blah 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 blah, blah. and then it's like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, what just, do you say to that? He's like, what do you say to that? I'm just going to let this person go and, and, and move on. If uh, Chicken Boo could talk, all Chicken Boo would need to say is just, I'm a chicken. I'm a giant chicken. And I just happen to be doing it. be like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> move on from there. Uh, yeah, so that was that was cute. I mean, um, I liked a, a few of the things like uh, just when they're li- when they're getting into the car for the first time, how they say like uh uh, are we going to get in trouble, Brain? <laughs> yeah, and we'll have it back. Yes. Will we get in trouble, Brain? Get in trouble? Pinky, we're going to take over the world. Besides, we'll have the van back here by 8 a.m. Oh, all right then. And there were some references to, well, they, they're on like a, a box of soap, Swan Soap, which was apparently a an actual soap brand back in the 40s and 50s (laughs) but perhaps the biggest references that came up to me were number one when they they go into fort knox itself um when brain looks at the gold it's very similar to uh, bugs bunny and daffy duck cartoon Hmm. uh (laughs) called alibaba bunny and in that cartoon bugs bunny and daffy duck kind of get into this I, you know, I'm trying to remember. It's like a, there's a genie and a in a bottle and stuff, and there's this huge pile of gold, and Daffy sees it and uh, has that same kind of facial expression. His eyes get big, and his <laughs> lower jaw kind of trembles a little bit, like he's in love, and he has to like force Bugs Bunny back in, back into the hole. It's mine, mine, mine. You remember this? Yeah, I, I remember this now. Yeah, I wonder. You know, I just bet we should have turned left at Albuquerque. And then maybe a right turn at La Jolla. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, we can't be too far off. So if we, uh... It's mine, you understand? Mine! All mine! Get back in there! Down, down, down! Go, go, go! Mine, mine, mine! What's up, Duck? That, so that was a, a cute little uh, animation reference, but they name drop DuckTales. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? Hey, God! This is even better than a DuckTales episode, Brain! <laughs> right in there. So that was cool. I thought that was it was a, a neat, neat reference to the Disney uh, brand right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like why? why it's kind of weird though. Yeah, that they would. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good stuff. What do you guys like? What any any favorite lines? Any favorite moments? What do you What do you think? Well, you you stole my Ducktales. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I liked when uh, uh, 
pink or the brain asked Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? And he's like, I think so, brain, but balancing a family and a career. <laughs> Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Oh, I think so, brain, but balancing a family and a career? Oh, it's all too much for me. I thought that was cute. Oh, I love I love the part that when he's talking about what are we going to do with this pollen? And he says, mm-hmm. open up a boutique. Yeah, I love that. I was like, he actually, uh, and then Brain humors him and just says like, yes, that's exactly what we're, we're going to sell. What is this like? We're going to sell women's clothing and pollen. And pollen. <laughs> yeah. He looks like right at the audience too, right? <laughs> Before it's he like, says it. Just... Yeah. It's like, oh God. Um, <laughs> so that was really cute. Nathan, what about you? Well, I was going to say the uh, bo- boutique. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know. You just keep stealing our favorite parts. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess I'll go back to the uh, Mr. Perkins lines and everything. So <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, because he's st- but he's still doing. You know, there. There's a great article. I think it was in the. I believe it was the New York Times that uh, that came out, and they talked about how Pinky and the Brain had a specific kind of formula, mm-hmm. and yeah, and yet having that formula, despite having Animaniacs plus a whole spinoff show. The show never really felt repetitive, yeah, because of, of multiple different reasons. It's a it's a great article, but a lot of it comes down to the the great writing and and the voice performances and stuff like that. Um, but in this one, the brain is having the same kinds of things. Call me, you know. Before first, it was General Brain, yeah. Now it's Mister Perkins. Exactly. And... I think he's insane a little bit, <laughs> but insane. He is uh... the genius. They're both pretty dumb. Now this one again the. Yeah, uh, uh, that's another thing. Like, for the he- the gold's heavy. All right. Yes, and then but there's also so much gold. Like, as another thing, like how are they planning on getting that out of the building past the guards again? Like, it, it reminded me a little bit of go- going to the Czar's palace mm-hmm. and getting all the stuff. But then, how do you get it away from the right the place? Except even to. Uh, even larger degree if you're going to steal actually because it wasn't even we're going to take over fort knox it was we're going to steal the gold out of fort knox um yeah i think getting into the fort is only your the least of your issues is <laughs> getting it out of there yeah too. yeah so that was yeah that's like in, that's like in star wars a new hope uh-huh and princess leia says when you came in here didn't you have a plan for getting out <laughs> <laughs> oh look what i did yep <laughs> you came in that thing you're braver than i thought but nice <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh sorry but yeah so a, a cute pinky in the brain uh cartoon uh you know it goes probably on the list of uh some of the some of the better ones i suppose i think I, mm-hmm. honestly so far we haven't seen a pinky in the brain cartoon in in this animaniacs run that has been like eh so so they've all yeah. been like you know more or less knocking out of the park or at least hitting a double or triple well and it's clear that's why they would make a spin off of that one other yeah. than exactly and I, I seem to remember that this um whole bit of lifting the gold and getting crushed was in the theme song on the TV show i remember he- seeing mm-hmm. them get crushed by the gold every episode so they incorporated it into the uh the actual spin-off show itself so there we go well let's move on to kind of one of these middle segments then it's time for another good idea bad idea the good idea is stopping to smell the roses and the bad idea is stopping to what is it touch the roses or mm-hmm. hold, hold the roses or whatever it's- Touch the uh, stopping to feel the roses. Feel the roses. Well, anyway, he uh, he grabs the rose, and of course, it hurts him. 
He never speaks, though. Mr. Skullhead, he never talks. He's a mute. Mm-hmm. He has no vocal cords. He's just a skeleton, so he can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, a cute one right there. Not much to say about that, I guess, but it was cute. Yeah, I don't think it's my favorite of the good idea, bad ideas, but it was, it was interesting just to see that this is just, there's, you know, usually in these, when they show a good idea, bad idea, they show more than one. Yeah. So it was just one. So, cute. <laughs> nice filler. Let's go ahead and move right over to our favorite cartoon. <laughs> favorite cartoon, which uh, on this re- the reference guide I'm going to actually doesn't have any reference to whatsoever, <laughs> but that's okay because we have enough to talk about it. It's called Wings Take Heart. So Wings Take Heart is a cartoon written by Nicholas Hollander and directed by Alfred Gimeno. And uh, Nathan, what basically happened in this cartoon? We have these two bugs, a boy and a girl. Okay. Uh, it's a, they're both, well, one's a fly, I think, one's a butterfly. You know what? what? Like, or... That's, okay, Kelly, what do you think these bugs were? <laughs> um, I, I thought maybe one, was, the guy was a moth okay. and the girl was a butterfly. That's okay, what I that thought, could be too. Then. That's right, what I that thought, That would make too. sense, too. So... Anyways, a uh, this is a completely silent cartoon. Uh, boy sees girl. Uh, they seem to fall in love instantly, but then boy gets hit by trucks repeatedly, and then ends up in uh, uh, vultures uh, going to eat him. And then from there, he has to fight fire, and then fight water. Then he finds girl again, and... Uh, they seem to fall in love, except uh, when they kiss, when the screen goes dark, she slaps him. And yeah. So, there we go. Was, I really felt sorry for that guy at the very end of it, because, yeah, it. I'll get into it in a minute, but, I mean, what a, what a jerk that girl was. Well, I mean, I mean you gotta get consent. I, well, she was leaning in for that kiss, too. Well, if you at watch, the first time she was. I don't know about the next time. I don't know what happened when that iris went dark, but I don't know. One of those. I mean, yeah, exactly. We don't know. Something bad Something happened. Something besides a kiss probably <laughs> happened. Terrible guy. Okay, so, so anyway, uh, Nathan, what do you what do you think about this cartoon? Um, It was okay. <laughs> it was longer than I think it should have been. <laughs> I would have preferred more Pinky in the Brain and less of this. Uh, Kelly, what about you? I agree. When I saw how long this cartoon was, I, I couldn't believe it was in in excess over seven minutes. I was like, whoa, this is all it is. <laughs> yeah. It, I need some something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, to me, it, you know, it reminded me of a lot of um, Merry Melodies or Silly yeah, Symphonies cartoons. That's exactly mm. what I thought. Yeah. There's a... um. And, and there one in particular, I was trying to think like I, I saw something where it was like a, you know, there was there was a silly symphony or a Mel- merry melodies that I saw at least one or two that dealt with bugs falling in love, and I found I found the one I think I was thinking of, which is called the Moth and the Flame, I believe, and in that I was showing Nathan a, a few moments of it before yeah, it looked we've... identical yeah well it no. didn't look identical but <laughs> oh it... i was just watching the episode sorry <laughs> but it, it basically in that cartoon it deals with a, a two moths a boy and a girl one and then they look into a, a store and you know one of these shops and they go inside and there's a candle and the candle is kind of like tempting the girl moth to to fall in love with him and in other words like 
kill her by embracing her. But um, it, it, so that to me, it's totally instrumental. Uh, I think Frank Welker had one noise that he made the, the boy mm. uh, moth, I guess we'll call him. He had made a, like a honking sound mm. <laughs> or something. That was our one line was. <laughs> but, and also that, that woman, that, that butterfly was kind of like, he was floating away. And, uh, and she just kind of watched him. Yeah. But also like he can fly. I didn't understand why he wasn't <laughs> flying. It wasn't until after he fell in the hole and then he's like, oh yeah, I can fly. I can fly. Like <laughs> maybe his wings were wet or something. Maybe, like that. but they dried off immediately. Like it was, it was a weak plot there. <laughs> no, <laughs> everything also seems so close to the, you know, different things. Like you had the forest next to the farm, mm-hmm. which flowed right back into the city with very poor irrigation systems. Yeah. Like the, the farmer turned on his water, which the, it seemed like the majority of that water he let in just flowed outside of his crops to begin with. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, it just shows how dangerous that fire was. It was that close to the city. Yes. I, was, I did like, kind of like some of the animation in this, I suppose, if I were to name like something kind of cool about it. Um, nowhere near the the level it needed to be, though. I think for me to really um, pay closer attention to it, mm. I think with the thing is with with silly symphonies or merry melodies, um, the animation is so so good. You know, even those old cartoons that I watch it, and even though the plot is very similar. I find myself more engaged in it just because it's, well, this they're experimenting with different types of, you know, animation techniques. And mm-hmm. I can see how could this could lead to like them doing it in Bambi or, or, you know, there's, you know, Pinocchio or whatever. Um, this one just, you know, not much to it. The guy also looked much different. Like he looked, my wife and I were watching and she goes, okay, so she's like a, a human face and he's, like, what is he? Yeah. Like, a dog? A mouse? <laughs> what is what is going on with him? He was such a different species. And she was basically a hello nur- nurse face, right? Is that what? Yeah. That, that was a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they have these little, like, they, you know, they have this moment where they first find each other. And they, they stared into each other's eyes and they're kind of flying without looking where they're flying. And I was expecting them to, like, hit something. <laughs> But they didn't. They're just in love. I don't know. A very weird love story. Like, they're in love or they're not in love or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess in the in the grand scheme of things, I could probably just pass this particular cartoon and and uh, not, have, not necessarily watch it again. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'd probably just skip it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't... I almost skipped it this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I, and honestly, I totally forgot about ever seeing it to begin with like i would yeah i don't remember ever watching this one yeah it was brand new to me and maybe in another 20 years i might watch it again and say oh what's this (laughs) so let's go ahead and go to one last part right here and it is the wheel of morality wheel of morality turn 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 tell us the lesson that we should learn and of course this uh this particular moral is if you can't say something nice, you're probably at the ice capades. It's the most true one they know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was shocked to find that the ice capades are no no longer a thing. You can no longer go to the ice capades. There's Disney on ice. 
Have either of you been to Disney on Ice or any ice capades or anything like that? Uh, been no. to something on Ice. I can't remember what it was. It was kind of boring. <laughs> I, I knew a guy that went to Disney on Ice and brought me back a Beauty and the Beast cup one time. Oh, there you go. That was cool. I still have it. <laughs> it's expensive to go to any of those ice shows. I know that my my wife and our niece and uh, sister-in-law would go every now and then when Disney and I, Disney on Ice comes. And uh, it costs just about as much money as a trip to Disneyland, I think. The merchandise wow. is, the merchandise is, oh, I think it does when everything's said and done. I mean, the tickets themselves are, uh, gosh, they're, they're pretty expensive. And then the merchandise that, you know, you have to buy them something and, you know, it's, you know, $30 for a doll and $10 for a drink or whatever. Mm. It's, it's expensive. Maybe not as much as a trip to Disneyland, but it certainly felt that way <laughs> when, when they went. So, but yeah. That's a cute little, not one of the best real moralities, I guess. Um, I did like one part, though. Uh, the burping? The burping part. <laughs> that Actually, I like Dot's uh, response more, mm. which was... To make fun of the Disney Channel? So I did like that. Again, two jabs are kind of Disney-ish kind of things. Uh, one, one in kind of reverence to DuckTales, I guess. And the other mm. one making... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's... Yeah, you can't say that and not expect a response. (laughs) It's a call and response song. (laughs) Sorry. So, one was for DuckTales. Okay. And the other one was for the Disney Channel. I I guess this was... I'm not quite sure, but at this time, I I think the The Disney... Disney Channel rocked. The Disney Channel was still good at this time. Oh, it was so good. They were showing Fraggle Rock and, like, actual Disney movies, classics, and... um, they oh I think they were showing uh, gummy bears yeah and some Disney afternoon shows periodically and uh, oh let's see around this let's see I can't remember exactly what year Muppet Christmas Carol came out it was it, I think it was about the year before this or so so around that time they were showing Muppet Christmas Carol and the making of the Muppet Christmas Carol mm-hmm. and they would have all the like now we get the you know DVD and Blu-ray extras but back then. Disney Channel would show, you know, the making of Beauty and the Beast and, you know, show how they would bring in the the actual animals that they used to model for the Lion King mm-hmm. and all these documentaries. I, I love the Disney Channel. Yeah, it was then. it was done in much of a, a, a much better style than they do right now, which is kind of like a highlight reel. And they just throw some 14 year old at me that is introducing every segment. And I'm like, get away from me, kid. Just give me. Give me someone who knows what they're talking about. Well, when you were a kid, they're like, "Whoa, who's that old person telling me this?" <laughs> well, I'd like that because, well, I was weird. Well, it was a fourteen-year-old still. It just seemed no. old. <laughs> oh, it just seems old to me. No, well, but- now to watch Disney movies, you have to go and watch what used to be called the ABC Family Channel. That's true. And, and before- that's the ones that will show, you know, Pocahontas. Yes. And, you know, actual Disney movies. So it's weird, and and I think that channel changed its name to something else yeah it used I to, lost track. yeah i lost track too i think i was flipping channels and i was like i know it's not called the abc family channel it was called the family channel before and then abc family and now it's called I remember when it was something. the family channel and that was the channel that aired the remaining uh four made for tv movie episodes of the young indiana jones chronicles oh yes 
I wrote, I do remember that. Did they also? I, I do too. Did they? Did they? Did they also show those on TNT too, or is that just my imagination? I think it's your imagination. Okay, it must have been Family Channel because I remember. I remember like turning on the TV. I think they would show some of them on Saturday mornings and stuff like that. I think. Well, even. they premiered on like Saturday evenings, or, oh, or yeah. it was they, they premiered in the evenings, but uh-huh. they may have had reshown them because I remember because like I bought the TV guides when they came out mm-hmm. and put them in my scrapbook and it, it believe me when i say it was a television event <laughs> believe me when i say that i will believe you <laughs> i am not kidding so well that, that was a that was a nice discussion of the disney channel and other things <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's what we do it's I'm dot's sorry. fault it's all dot's fault i blame dot getting off topic i blame dot no but okay well let's let's go ahead and uh, get right over to our water tower rating so let's start with uh you know what i'm gonna go this time again okay i never go first i'm gonna go first this time. <laughs> i'm gonna hog the spotlight again i'm gonna give this episode Two and a half water towers out of five. Uh, I like Pinky and the Brain one. I like the other little segments. Uh, not a big fan of the the moth one, um, but it was a decent episode. Um, it's kind of weird. I mean, you say two and a half out of five. I was thinking about it before, and I was like, well, that's like a fifty percent. That's an F. But I don't really think of it that way. I think of like really good as you know, as three, four, fives, and this was just a good episode. This was decent. Okay. Okay. Kelly, what do you think? <laughs> I I think I agree with you. I'll I'll give it a two and a half, two point five, because I did I did really like the Pinky and the Brain episode. It's it's one I remembered from when it originally aired and I thought the writing in that was particularly funny mm-hmm. and just really enjoyed it. And it did not have Newsreel of the Stars. <laughs> so bonus for that. <laughs> and um and it did have a couple of little extra segments, but the the moth and the butterfly just snooze. I yeah. just, I you know, I I thought the animation in it was good, but yeah. um, it just didn't grab my attention. Yeah, yeah. And Nathan, what about you? I'm gonna do three and a half. So Ooh. really cool. Well, okay. I just I really enjoyed that pinky in the brain, and there was enough filler other stuff. The mm-hmm. uh, butterfly and moth was boring, but whatever. <laughs> I can skip it, and there we go. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so very nice. Well, let's get over to our poll results from last week. Hello again, it's your announcer with this week's Animaniacast poll results. Listeners were asked, which of these Good Feathers cartoons is your favorite? Hashtag Animaniacs, hashtag Animaniacast poll. 7% said, the beginning. 10% said, Ta-da-dump, 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 dump, dump. Twenty-nine percent said the boys, but with fifty-four percent, it was West Side Pigeons that was this week's winner. So there you are. All this talk about birds has got me all ready for Thanksgiving. So it's time to put my frozen turkey in the oven. Hope it comes out all right. I have about five or six days for it to cook. Let's see what happens. Now off to the studio with this week's new poll. Okay, so those were our poll results from last week. And uh, Nathan, what do you think? What was your favorite Good Feathers cartoon? I voted for West Side Pigeons. All right. And Kelly? 
West Side Pigeons. Okay, three out of three West Side Pigeons, because... Woo, because mm. obviously. Yeah, well, because obviously... Well, the great. Boyds was close. I could have... I was mm-hmm. considering it, but... It was... We all felt we all felt feathery. Mm-hmm. Oh, so feathery. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get to our new poll question for this week. And Nathan, do you have that sort of... Printed up, ready to go? No, but I know what it is. <laughs> okay, we haven't written it down, but he knows it from okay. his memory. Here it's, we go. Um, okay, so uh, how about some more Animaniacs merchandise? Sure. Okay, so uh, we got Zonko did some things. Zonko? Was that was? <laughs> We're never going to be able to get free review copies of these figures <laughs> if you call them Zonkos. Uh, they... They're Funkos, Nathan. Mm, Funko Pop. I'm going to call them Zonkos <laughs> until they give me a free one. All right. So what should they... <laughs> no, I'm sure there's other investors out there wondering what, what kind of merchandise and of Animaniacs they should uh, put their money into. Sure. And we're going to let you, the listeners, decide for them. So, okay. What would you most want to see then? Right? Yeah. So we have basically like uh, an action figure kind of thing, some action figures to, to play around with and attack each other with. Okay. Or maybe like a plush doll. Okay. Like something soft and squishy and that you can hold and, and kiss at night. Okay. Or maybe like a fun little video game or something, because we haven't seen one of those in a little while. Yeah, a new Animaniacs video game. I think those are all... I, I love all three of those things, actually. But which would you like the most? And that's what you have to decide on Twitter. Uh, so. Okay, so if you go to twitter.com slash Animaniacast or hashtag Animaniacast poll, just do a little search for that. Uh, you should be able to find that question and uh, make your voice heard. And uh, who knows? Maybe there's some investors or some merchandise people out there that oh, will I, actually do I it. I know there are. Okay. There has to be. There has to be. I'd like all those things. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love reaction figures of uh, the Animaniacs or just some super articulated vinyl figures. I don't know. But the like, but I, 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 the thing is, I get requests online. Like I showed, like my Yakko doll, like the little plush guy, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Where do you get it? How do you get it?" And you have to go on eBay, and you have to pay like so much, yeah, for these old, uh, old characters. So I don't know. It's we'll just have to see. So go ahead and head over there to there to the Twitter, yeah, <laughs> to there <laughs> to the Twitter thing. Okay, well, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now and get some contact information. Kelly, uh, where can people go to uh, online to say hi to you? I'm at Twitter, Yoda Princess, or they can email me at kelly at bigshinyrobot.com. Very cool. And Nathan, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, JangoFT. That's me. Okay. And uh, you can get in contact with me on Twitter, which is at Joey in Tucson. And of course, over at the Animaniacast, we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter. And uh, we even have an Instagram account that I occasionally put stuff on. And uh, all of those things are at Animaniacast. Uh, so, yeah, just give us a search and follow, and uh, there you go. We have over 700 Twitter followers now, guys. And as, and as of this recording, we almost have 200 <laughs> likes on Facebook. So, uh, there you go. Like us on Facebook. Very cool. <laughs> and, of course, you can email us at Animaniacast at RetroZap. Com, and uh, we are a proud member of the RetroZap family. You can head on over to RetroZap.com to, for all of your nerdy, geeky needs. Uh, the tons of great articles on different uh, on comic books, Star Wars, and of course, uh, many different podcasts in the RetroZap network of podcasts. So check it out at RetroZap.com. 
Well, that pretty much wraps things up. So for episode 24 of the Animaniacast, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. And Nathan saying good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> this podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.